G'day, cunts! Welcome to episode number 63 of The Greencast, a podcast by me, Mr. Greentex, where I ramble to myself in my bedroom like a madman. Now, you'll quickly realize, uh, the people on YouTube watching, that you can say things. This isn't just audio now. It's a filmed podcast. I don't know how long this will last. Your guess is as good as mine. Because, quickly, the main reason why I haven't filmed this podcast before, one, because, you know, it takes more effort, obviously. Uh, two, it's a bit of a bastard, considering I'm anonymous online, and i got to wear the mask, you know? Which makes, especially when you're recording a video where you're talking for an hour at a time, and periodically, I can't speak words, I don't know how I have a narration channel, I say that all the time. I, I'd love to take swigs of various liquids, like water and whatever, I don't know why I had to disclaim it like that. I like to take swigs of stuff to keep my mouth hydrated, because I'm talking a lot. Which makes it kind of hard when you're wearing a mask. And, you know, there probably is going to be cuts to the podcast where I do have to just, like, turn around and then just take a swig from it to just keep my mouth hydrated so I don't, you know, sound weird or whatever. Uh, and the other thing is that, yes, I'm in Australia. I'm wearing a jumper, even though it is currently about anywhere between, like, 18 degrees. Fuck off, Windows. <laughs> uh, because I live in Queensland, and... Pretty much most of the year round, it's pretty fucking hot here. And for whatever reason, you know, since I've just grown up here my entire life and spent all my time here, I am just an absolute pussy when it comes to any sort of cold weather. I would absolutely just fucking die in a place like Canada or Norway. My blood would just freeze over instantly because I'm used to literally... My ideal temperature, I think, is like... 25 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in your weird freedom units. Go figure it out yourself as well as a better unit of measurement. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's currently like, I don't know, 6 degrees lower than that. And immediately I'm like, oh, i got to bust out the like fuzzy fucking jumper here because I'm so goddamn cold at the moment for whatever reason. Granted, I do also have my big blackout cones that you can see in the background because it's filmed now on this podcast. So it is kind of trapping in a lot of the uh, the cold as well as the heat. I mean, why am I complaining? I have a heater. But it's all the way over there, and I've already started recording, and it's better content of if I, <laughs> if I am complaining. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> so it's going to be immediately apparent as well with a podcast titled The Police Incident, and... I'm wearing a mask on this video filmed. Uh, I'm going to get some stigma, but look, we've already had this conversation of, like, stigma with me wearing the mask or whatever and whatnot. But yeah, this happened, this particular story happened a couple weeks ago, and obviously I haven't recorded a podcast in a couple weeks, so I do have a couple bangers hopefully saved uh, for this week's podcast, as well as I very half-heartedly, half-hastedly put out to my Discord for some questions and topics as well, so there'll be that at the end as well. But, yeah, I do have a couple good bangers that I do want to talk about this week. And, of course, the clickbaity one isn't so clickbaity because it did actually happen. So, yes, I had a run-in with the police a couple weeks ago. So, as most of stories start nowadays, I was out skating with my friend. I had him on the podcast go check out the skateboard episode. Probably going to have him on again sometime soon. Because uh, I want to get him to talk about a friendship group that I destroyed that lasted for two months. Because it's, dude, it's got some bangers in those two months there. A little traumatic for him, but, you know, he will come on this podcast at some point. But yeah, we're out skating at like 9.30 at night at like South Bank in Brisbane. Because I'm a fucking street skate rat at this point, And I basically only skated the city at this point. So, there's... I don't really give a shit about doxing places. Uh, do I really want? Do I want to say where the where it particular is? Uh, I mean, I'm not there all the time, and it could be fucking anyone. I think it's probably fine. I think there's this one particular spot in South Bank where it kind of looks like an outdoor stage sort of area. It's got the spongy material and then like a nice polished concrete where you can practice tricks and do some nice rolls and that sort of stuff. 
so the yeah, the sponging is good if you want to just you know practice tricks without the fear of rolling over an ankle or smashing on the concrete too hard. And then if you do actually want to progress to concrete with some nice smooth stuff, that's perfect there. So they're at like 9.30 at night on like a weekday because I don't have a, a real job per se and I can do whatever I want on whatever day I want. So we're there on like maybe like a Wednesday or some shit like that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm horrid as well. So I'm trying to practice my ollies properly, doing a lot of slams. I also slam pretty loud on my skateboard. And then we just see... A security guard, nonchalantly, just with his hands in his pocket, just walk up the ramp and just, like, you know, doesn't yell at us. Just He just comes up and is just like, hey, boys, just letting you know you're not actually allowed to be here. I'm going to have to move you on. And we're like, yep, that's no worries. No drama. Um, telling it, He also told us we're actually not allowed to skate anywhere in South Bank, which we're like, mm, okay, we'll see about that. We'll be back next week anyway, but <laughs> good luck enforcing that, my dude. Uh, but he also explained that... Uh, I'm supposed to escort you uh, out of the place, but I cannot be bothered. So just, like, walk down to the river and walk along there out there. And we're like, okay, cool. That's no worries. So we make our way down to the river. Uh, it's also a, it was also a super moon that night for whatever reason. I think that was the same night. So that you can probably even, like, date it for whatever reason. Just random fact that I've <laughs> put in the middle of my story. And, uh... We're walking along, and Brisbane has a bunch of those, like, electric scooters that you can run on apps, like Lime. Uh, I don't know the name of the fucking, the big orange one. I can't remember. But they're just, like, electric scooters that you can, like, rent on an app for, like, five bucks for, like, I don't know, 20 minutes or whatever. And I noticed there's a handbag hanging off the bars of one of the scooters. And so, immediately, being the good person that I am, I walk up to it, I pick off the hand, well, first, I walk up to it and I look around, and I don't see anyone in the close facility, and I assume that, okay, someone, some dummies have left their handbag hanging off there, absolutely on. I pick it off, open it up a little bit, I find that there's a, a purse in there, it's got an ID and everything in it, uh, she's a foreigner, but it also says that she's from Griffith University that's close by, but it's obviously not open because it's 9pm at night. So I do the good thing immediately where I'm like, alright, that's no worries, I'm going to go hand this in to the police. Because I'm pretty sure I told this story, but I actually lost my wallet in the city a couple months ago doing the same thing. Skateboarding, you know, I had my big nice baggy pants on, and for whatever reason, I, I, I literally remember buying an energy drink from a 7-Eleven and then going to put my wallet in my pocket and realizing and thinking in my head that, oh, this is a bit of a fumble to get this in my pocket. I should probably, like, spend a bit more time and push it deeper. But pff, my ape brain went, nah, she'll be right. And so I thought nothing of it. Friends already long since skate off. I'm like, oh, go get up to catch him. Stop at a intersection. I do the, I do the good old, like, pat of your shorts or your pants or whatever, you know, the good old, uh, the phone wallet keys. And I go, yep, phone, keys, wallet. And I'm slapping my leg and I'm like, there's no wallet. Oh, fuck's sake. And I'm like, that's no worries. I'll just skate back the way we came. Don't find the wallet. It's gone. I'm fucking, I'm thinking I'm completely boned. My, my fucking driver's license is in there. My bank cards. My <laughs> my arcade credit that I have, like, thousands of tickets on that I was also kind of really gutted by. Uh, all of my shit, basically, is in there. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I can afford to replace all these cards. I'm so boned. I'm trying to call my bank, but, again, I'm skating late at night. And I can't call through. They apparently only have 9 to 5 things, so I can't even cancel my cards. So I'm like, fuck, I'll just move my money out of my account. That's probably fine. I think I'm completely screwed. We're still scanning around, just, you know, trying to salvage the night. And then I get a call from the local police station, and they say that they have a wallet with my name on it. I've, they look through all the records and stuff. And so, yeah, some brave soul handed in their wallet after finding it. So, in, in good karma and trying to do something good, someone did that for me, I'll do that for them. And so immediately we're in South Bank and we're like, oh, okay, I know where the police station is at South Bank. Let's just skate away to there. And of course, like, you know, being the skate rats and fucking memes as I am, 
we're filming like shit memes with like, haha, I just stole a purse. And like, meanwhile, I also have a tiny backpack that's got like one strap. It's not quite a fanny pack, it's like the one step up from that. And this purse is way too big to actually fit in there. So I just have to skate around with this fucking purse, like swinging around with me. And I'm doing some shit memes or whatever. People are looking at me. Immediately, just looking at me, I'd think it too. They probably thought that I just yoinked this purse from some poor cunt. But, alas, they will never know that I was on the way to the police station. We're making our way there, and we see a police van pull out of the station and then go down the road. And we're like, oh, okay, that's fine, there must be someone at the station. We get there, and the station is just closed. The lights are off, there's no one at the fucking desk. And we're kind of just, like, looking around. And the workers are out front, too, doing God knows what. And we both just look around and we just we just think to ourselves, why is a police station closed? What, like, it's, like, this isn't, I mean, it's not in the heart of the city. It's, I mean, it's pretty fucking close to it. But I thought the whole point of police station was that it's going to be there 24-7. Literally 24-7. And this is just like some random Wednesday night at a 9pm. It's just completely closed. And so I'm like, oh, for God's sake. I've got to get my way trying to do a good thing. And it's just making my life a whole lot harder. So we're like, ah, oh, fuck, okay, here we go. Talking to the workers, are like, yeah, it closes pretty fucking early. We don't know why. Uh, but, you know, where'd you find it? And we're like, oh, you know, just on one of those shooters. And the workers tell us to go hand it into a security there. And we're like, I don't know if I really want to do that either. We'll just make our way to the next police station. Lo and behold, we're looking through our Google Maps, and the closest police station is then back over the other side of the river on Albert Street, which is right near the the main heart of Brisbane and Queen Street. And so we're like, oh, fucking hell, okay. Skating all the way to the bridge, get all the way over the bridge again. People are fucking looking at me. My friend says goodbye to me because he's going to catch the bus a cultural centre and make his way back home and I'm like, that's all good, I'll just go straight to the police station I'll get some looks, but that's probably fine again skating over that bridge, every single person is looking at me thinking, this skate rat's stolen some poor woman's purse and for God's sake, I want nothing more than be able to stuff it in my bag so I don't draw attention, but I just can't it's way too big to do anything with at this point, so finally get all the way there skate past the library, skate down Queen Street, get to the police station. There's fucking, literally, brown paper against all of the windows, and this station is also fucking closed, and this is the main one in Brisbane. So I've gone to two fucking police stations at this point, and both have been fucking closed. At this point, I'm always just considering throwing the fucking purse on the ground and giving up. Like, at that point, I've tried. I've gone out my way so hard, and it's just shut me down. Until I do notice that there is a notice on the window that says there's a temporary police van across the road in King George Square. And I'm like, okay, it's literally just across the road. I'll go over there, hand it in, finally be done with this shit. Uh, so I finally make my way across the road. Uh, it's also, you're not supposed to skate in King George Square, so I've got... My skateboard in one hand, and this dangly fucking purse that looks like it's from Gucci, because it's got a rose gold fucking chain attached to it. And meanwhile, there's a singular police van with, like, an awning off, and there's just a, a middle-aged police woman just on the phone. And I can see her doing, like, doing, like, one of these, just like, oh, yeah, here we go, what's this guy doing? Because, <laughs> and I mean, look, I would be too, the skateboard in hand and this giant fucking handbag. I get up to the police fan. She doesn't get off the phone. And then she just does one of these and just like, Oh, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, I found this purse. And she's like, oh, did you now? In that exact fucking tone. And I'm like, yeah, I found it on South Bank hanging off on electric per uh, electric uh, scooters. Like half of my words a little bit too while actually talking to her. She's like, oh, well, that's nice of you. Just put it there then. And so I just put it on the step, and I'm like, alright, thank you. And then I just walk away. Uh, I let my friend, meanwhile, I make my way down, catch the bus home. And I'm on the bus home, 
texting my friends to be like, hey, finally, I went to this station. It was also closed. Then I went to King George Square, dropped out of police fan. What a fucking hassle. Think nothing of it. Thrown on my podcast, already on my way home. And then, <laughs> I get a message from my friend. And it reads, dude, what the fuck? The police just pulled up in front of me at the bus station. And I'm like, what? And he says, they're asking about you. <laughs> they said, do you know where your friend with the baggy pants is? Uh, and he half freaks out. And then the absolute mad lad whips out his phone. And thank God for wide angle lenses. Because he actually captured some of the interaction. Which I'll cut in here. So King George Square, there's a pop-up noise. Yeah, he handed, there was a lady there. Okay, he handed okay. in. Yeah, yeah right, thank you. Uh, thanks. In his point of view, he's sitting at Cultural Centre, which is like the, one of the main hubs in Brisbane for bus exchanges and other buses coming through. And it's only buses allowed there too in this one specific lane in this in the fucking thing. And so, from his point of view, he just had a police van pull up at the bus centre. Right in front of him, and he's also shitting his pants because he thinks he knows it might be for him. And then just watch them come out and start questioning him about him, and then also myself. And then had to ask for names, and he just had to give over like <laughs> both of our names. And I guess they just looked it up on their fucking little iPads and their uh, big database. He's like, Oh, is this them? They're 22, blah blah blah. blah. And he's like, Oh, yep, that's them. And he's like, All right, cool, thanks, no worries. And then, like, show them the messages that I was sending him as well of, like, hey, I dropped it off at this van over here. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. All right, we'll let you know if we need anything else. And then they fucking drove away. I didn't get any call, I guess, because, you know, I didn't fucking yoink anything from the purse. And the person that got the back, I guess, must have gone through and saw there was nothing missing. So, no harm, no foul. But, yeah, they were saying that... The police officer was saying to my friend that they were getting they were getting calls, plural calls, of two skaters walking around and skating around with a purse that looks like they stole it from someone. So, a hundred percent, it was exactly what I thought would happen if I was walking around with this shit, man. Oh, and uh, yeah, that was that was my incident with the police. The uh, other big thing that happened to me recently was. Uh, <laughs> it was. It's like I don't even know. Begin. How do I even? The hell was that? I think something just moved in my closet. What the fuck? Am I being haunted? Am I just hearing things? Am I going insane? Oh, that's cool. I've got it filmed now, so I'll be able to fucking look back on that footage. Don't know what that was. Anyway. Uh. So. Uh, I've had both of these guys in the podcast before, uh, Lewis Spears and Luke Kidgel. They were currently in Brisbane and Queensland because they had a bunch of stuff. They actually got flown out to Big Pineapple Festival uh, by one of the sponsors to do some stuff down there and record some podcasts. And uh, they put out a thing on their social media saying that how boned they were because they couldn't afford a hire car slash they were all fucking out of stock at the time. And that they couldn't afford a taxi or Uber because they needed to get from where they were staying in the Sunshine Coast to Gympie. And then Gympie they had to get from there to the Gold Coast. And I could see a bunch of people responding and they were kind of just like, oh, I've got a ute, you know, half doing memes. And I'm like, hey. And then I kind of contemplate for a second and I'm like, oh, I've actually met both of these guys who at least think that I'm not a fucking sociopath or a murderer. They'll have some sort of basis of, you know, you know, they kind of somewhat know me. And I'll put my hand on the ring and be like, hey, I have a, a sedan and I can fit all your shit. I did a, a whole uni degree of film and with Tetris film gear and my stuff all the time. In my car, I should say. And, uh, yeah, I was messaging back and forth with Luke. And uh, lo and behold, I kind of went on a mini road trip with uh, Lewis Spears and Luke Kidgel and uh, the editor Keelan uh, on Sunday. And so, yeah, I went to Mulba, uh, met up with both of them, which, surprisingly, both of them remembered me, which is, uh, I don't know what I was really expecting, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, it's it's kind of 
It's it's strange. I don't really know. I didn't say that much to them that day. We did meme around a lot and, you know, hang out a bit. Because um, I was kind of a mix between Starstruck and also just like, oh, are these guys, like, peers now? I, I mean, I guess they are, like, my peers, essentially. And it's, like, that weird in-between of just, like, uh, I am very much a fan, and that's how I, you know... That's how I found out about them. Being a fan, I've been watching their shit for years at this point. I've been to both of their tours that they've done every year. I've been to—I haven't missed a single one. But here I am, just hanging out with both of them essentially, and they know me. And you know, Luke complimented my fit that day, which shout out, lad. Uh, Lewis, you know, recognized that I changed my hair up and stuff. So both of them knew me, which. I don't know what I was really expecting with them, you know, remembering me, you know, they meet probably a lot of people, uh, in, 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 not in the, in, not only in the industry, but just around the place and doing podcasts with people. So I don't know, it kind of like, how do I describe it? It made me more humble, I guess, or made me pursue them as more humble, I guess is a better way to put it. Either way, fucking chill as lads, they're so so nice and so easy to get along with um but yeah so i picked them up met them up the at sunshine coast and then we went to gimpy recorded some shit beams on the way showed them because they've got a whole separate thing i don't know if go check out the looking list podcast as well i should go say that this honestly my favorite podcast uh at the moment they're actually, if you don't know who Luke and Lewis are, you might know who The Misfits are, which is another YouTube group. They are actually, Luke and Lewis are in the same compound where The Misfits record their podcast. In fact, they're actually literally a wall separating them. They're literally next door with their sets. So, I don't know. I'm one I'm one step removed from The Misfits, I know, I guess, which is kind of strange, considering... One of my bucket list items is to go to a Misfits party, which could be a fucking reality at this point now, which is so strange to think about. Um, but yeah, anyway, we went to Gimpy, and then they recorded a special Gimp Fest episode that I'm not even begin to explain that whole weird story arc of their podcast. Basically, they just want to do a shit meme where they record a whole podcast and get a bunch of their fans down to this weird, obscure backwater town in Queensland <laughs> just just because just because it'd be funny which I could get along with I love a shit meme and so I got a bit of a shout out in that episode and so that episode I mean this podcast will come out tomorrow on Sunday so that Gimp Fest episode should come out the following week on I think Thursday I think yeah so it'll be next week either way I'll put it out there I'm like hey I held that with this one Shouted me out, um, but the editor was uh, editor Keelan. He actually had his drone out and was filming a lot, so you'll just see me chilling out on the side in my bright clothes uh, as well as my mask on uh, as they recorded the podcast on like a bench in Gimpy. Um, but yeah, it was just it's such a weird and strange experience. Like yeah, I've recorded a podcast with both of them, but I was just more hanging out with them and you know, getting advice on like my channel and you know what to do with my stuff and ideas and stuff that I think works and, you know, what could benefit my channel and that sort of stuff. There, I'll get into later, they did give me some pretty good advice about editors and that sort of stuff as well. Um, but yeah, went and grabbed lunch with them, more shit memes ensued, fucked around a bit, uh, and then drove all the way to the Gold Coast, had a bit of a stop at Officeworks for stuff that I'm not going to talk about because it's not uh, my stuff to talk about. Um, I'm sure... I'm sure Lewis will talk about it on his podcast and Luke and Lewis at some point. Um, there's some more shit memes. Uh, and I made a way to the Gold Coast and dropped them off at a gig. And then I decided to go home because I was really tired because I drove for like six hours that day. But yeah, overall it was, you know, it was a fucking cool experience. Because, I mean, even starting the podcast, they, both of them were kind of dream guests for the podcast. And then I just got them. <laughs> and then also, here they are, big six foot eight tall comedian man, literally next to me in my car, along with, of course, Luke as well, uh, and their editor, just like all in my car. It's it such a strange but fucking cool experience. I was half like 
I mean, they'll, they'll probably, so I didn't really talk that much, but it did get some good advice, again, like, for my podcast, and that sort of stuff. But yeah, they're both, like, super chill lads, easy to get along with, mostly if you love shit memes, like, yelling, come, as, <laughs> as loud as you can, in the middle of an intersection in Gimpy, or just doing shit memes, like, oh, they're, they're running shit memes that they had going at the moment, uh, is just going up to strangers and going, hello! As just high-pitched as you can and seeing what will happen. 110% I have also been doing this as well because it's just, you know, it's just funny, especially if you're by yourself and you've got nothing else to do. And if you're in the city or you're just passing people that you'll never fucking see again in your life, it's it's pretty funny just to crack out random shit like a hello! Which I also like to do a lot of the times for, you know, in shopping centres where you just have those people that are trying to get you to sign up to a charity, whatever the fuck. And I'm pretty sure this is from their podcast. Their, I think it was, I can't remember which one it was, which which one of the two boys. But one of them likes to just hit them with, uh, sorry, I'm gay. <laughs> and there's multiple things to that there. First, uh, <laughs> well, the first thing, it leaves them in complete and utter confusion, which is, very funny, because there's multiple things going through a head of just like, what do you mean you're gay? What does that have to do with my charity? I'm not offensive. And so a lot of the time it just <laughs> leaves them with like a confused like, uh, that's okay. <laughs> and by the time you don't stop as well, you keep going. So you just hit them with a, sorry, I'm gay. And then just keep walking. And by the time they've already processed it, you're already long fucking gone and they've already missed two other people that probably would have actually signed up for their charity. So, hitting people with a hello, certified good one. I do I do endorse the hello shit meme as well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really know what else to really talk about that other than I suppose that leads into... Uh, they're explaining to me that... Well, the best advice that they gave to me was that if you're a online creator who is getting kind of bigger and getting kind of busier, the best thing you can do for your, you know, for your own sake, mental health, schedule, whatever, is just get yourself an editor that can deal with everything. Which I had that to a degree for a little bit. Um, I had a guy that would just cut my own audio so basically, I'd record a session, send that off to someone, they cut out all my fuck-ups, I'd get it back. I'd still do all the photoshopping, the sound mixing, uh, and the thumbnails and everything else. And even then, like, with the most annoying part removed, and the most... Uh, the mo- How do I put this? The most... What is that word I'm thinking of? The most, you know... Not not humiliate. What the fuck? What word am I thinking of? Um, the most, just not fun. <laughs> the most not fun. There's a word in there. It'll come to me ten minutes later, or when I finish this podcast, I know it. It's just the most annoying part to do, and I fucking hated it. And I've made like six hundred of these fucking videos at this point, and I was half sick of it. But now, I have that same guy. Uh, a payment flat rate per video, and I just send him everything, and then he does all of the he does all of the cutouts of the fuck ups. I send him all the images so he can Photoshop them in. There's a sound mix and everything sorted. The only thing that I still do is the thumbnails and the titles, which fair enough, I do still kind of enjoy those. It's kind of a shit meme, and also I kind of have to play with those anyway, whether it's stuff staying monetized or not. Um, but yeah, do, dude, it's so fucking good so far. So with that already, like I will, ha- and I, especially doing that myself, I still kind of dreaded recording. And so I was just like, ah, oh, I'm gonna have to send it to him, then I have to get it back, and I'm still gonna have to do all the Photoshop, da da da. Now all I have to do is just record, and then just upload, and then I get it back. It's fucking great. And yeah, look, I'm not paying him amazing rates by any fucking means. I'm paying him about what the video is making. So I'm not making that much profit particularly, but I have enough of a backlog that I'm making a little bit. But it's the idea is that if I keep this up and have consistency, hopefully I can then grow the channel back up and hopefully I can 
fucking crack that 100k this year. I want nothing more than to shit me my way to that fucking silver play button. And I will get there. Fucking mark my words. So, the current goal of the channel and upload schedule is now as follows. Green text videos. Three times a week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, they will be on... Well, I, this is this is my time. I'm not converting it to your time because I cannot be bothered. Uh, they go up at 3 a.m. my time on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And the podcast, hopefully weekly, back to Sundays. Whether And that can be anytime Sunday because, you know, these take like an hour or so. And this might take a little bit longer because they are filmed now. So we'll see with that. But that is where the channel is at the moment. So, you know... If, if you still enjoy this content, and that's also not including other shit memes that I might do, like I have some other ones, of course, like the child punting video that I've talked about a lot, I will get around to eventually. That will not count towards the three green text videos, maybe, probably, we'll see. As well as some other, like, commentary-style videos that will be sprinkled in there. So it'll be a nice mix of everything. Um, yeah, that's, that's that. I have an editor. It is good. It seems to be working so far. Um, but yeah, again, I don't know why I kind of put it off for so long. I guess it was... Like, it's... like My style of videos and my format for green text videos especially, it's not fucking hard. But also, I still had a sense of like, oh, I'll just do this myself because it'd be easier that way. But in reality, it's not really... And I can I easily... I literally trained this dude how to do my format of videos in literally a five-minute Discord call. I'm like, all right, do this, this, and this. Maybe keep the levels to this. Photoshop this out. Smooth this out. If this comes up, do this. Like, it wasn't really that hard. So I added things like extra, just like, you know, fade out the music or fade in the music, fade it up at the end or outro or the end card and that sort of stuff. It was fucking easy to train him up to do what I wanted him to do. Um, but yeah, actually... We should be back in the golden age of uploads now that I can just upload and send it to someone and just have shit back to me. And also, I did I did have another overwhelming fear of dread because uh, a lot of my uploads in my last batch of green text videos that I did, the last video, I uploaded five times trying to get it monetized, moving around stories and censoring stuff here and there. And I kept getting dinged back and reviewed and demonetized, and I couldn't figure it out why. And these last couple of videos I uploaded that uh, before I got the editor, also, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can release them. And I, the last one, I just like, all right, all right fuck it, let's see what happens. I uploaded the last one and got like about two and a half thousand views, and it made eighty nine cents. So immediately that out the window. Not even fucking worth my time to even try and upload it if it's not monetized at this point. So. Uh, I had a chat to a uh, good old mate, and he's been on the podcast before, good old Nick Beardia, good old James. I uh, asked him if he had any trouble problems uh, having videos be monetized, and he said no, he hasn't. So maybe just do some more Reddit-style tags, and, you know, maybe if you've got 4chan, remove that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I jumped in one of my videos. they got 4chan and 4chan Renix in the tags. Remove that, remove that from my channel. Instantly re-monetized. <laughs> I guess one of the key words that gets you instantly demonetized now is 4chan, which kind of makes sense, I guess. I'm not really surprised, but yeah, literally just as simple as taking two things out of the tags and I'm monetized again. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> I hate YouTube, but also love it at the same time. It's a weird love-hate relationship, I will say. But yeah, long-winded way of saying content is coming back. Pretty regularly now. Oh, and also, I, I'm, uh, if you, I mean, I did this yesterday. I did a stream yesterday building an Iron Man arc reactor. Actually, I've got it right here. I can show you. I built this on stream yesterday, and dude, it's fucking sick. I paid like 35, 40 bucks for this online, and uh, assembled this. It came as a kit in a big box, and it was on stream. And I might do this sort of stuff, uh, probably like once every couple of weeks. But dude, look at how sick this is. For like 40 bucks? Dude, I could not make this myself on that budget. And it's actually got like the rings for it and everything. This is the Mark 1 arc reactor, by the way. But yeah, I might turn this into a fucking lamp or something. Um, but yeah, I'm doing like stuff where I'm building 
building sort of streams, like maybe once every couple of weeks and that sort of stuff. I have uh, some Lego lightsabers that are totally not knockoff Lego that I'm going to build uh, for the channel at some point too. But yeah, we back, baby. We back creating content because I got people to help me. <laughs> Who would have thought stuff is easier when you have people to help you? <laughs> One of the things I've been getting into recently as well, and this is like Uma, Uber, Uber, Jeff, Uber Boomer. That's a fucking tongue twist to say that three times. Uber Boomer, Uber Boomer, Uber Boomer, Uber Boomer, Uber Boomer territory. Uh, I've actually been doing a bunch of gardening in my backyard recently. I've actually, I don't know. My dad is retired and has been for the last like 10 years. And basically all that man does is every day he just goes in the garden and does whatever. And I guess that's somewhat rubbed off on me. At this point, like, I didn't really give a shit when I was living with them at that time. But now that I have my own place with my own garden, I've found a lot of joy in, you know, digging up stuff and planting flowers and growing stuff from seedlings and getting my own little trees and growing my own little stuff. It's fucking epic. But, <laughs> so boomer. Yeah, gardening's fucking epic. Oh my God, I'm so cringe. But anyway, uh... Yeah, for whatever reason, like, when we moved in, there's it was very neglected. And it's only been the last, like, uh, three months that I've really gotten into it. And so I've been, like, trying to dig out all the fucking weeds out of the garden. And I've pulled random stuff, like, pretty much an entire smashed pot's worth of ceramic pot that are just, like, chunks that I'm just digging out here. Ding! And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, another bit of ceramic pot. Just chunks of concrete. Uh, found about a two and a half meter long copper bar just lying down for some reason, which I had some people said that might be my light, the lightning rod, but it was lying down horizontal, not vertical, so I doubt it was that. And just a lot of other random shit. But recently, for whatever reason, in my garden, I've been it's been getting attacked by some sort of animal or rodent, and I don't know what. Whatever, for whatever reason, recently. <gasps> oh, jeez. I'm drinking Sprite, by the way, so that's why I'm kind of hiccupy and kind of burpy. Probably shouldn't be drinking caffeinated stuff while I'm talking, but oh well. Uh, I, I dug around this one specific spot to plant something. I realized I hit a giant root, and I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, I'll plant something over here. And then I remember coming back the next following morning, and half the root was just gone. Something had eaten it, which was strange considering how long that tree had been there. Thought nothing of it. Planted something else there. And then realized <laughs> some fucking thing has gone up to it, dug out the flowers, and just eaten them. They're gone. And there's some, like, there's some you can see where the stems are left, so something's fucking eating it. And so, so far now, I've thrown five... Rat sack packages, which if you don't know what they are, they're just sacks of rat poison that you just throw in places, and the idea is that the rodent eats them and dies. Uh, they're gone. It's set off two mouse traps and not gotten trapped. Uh, and now I have four mouse traps set up in various places where I think it might go, as well as a, a trap and kill station. And I want this thing gone, because I spent, like... Two buds growing these fucking flowers, and this little bastard's just can't been eating them. So I'm at I'm at war in the garden at the moment with this fucking rodent, wherever the hell it lives. And so if you have any ideas of uh, what it might be or how to kill this cunt, let me know, because I do want this thing gone from my bloody garden. Someone did suggest to get, like, a hunting cam, but I'm not going to spend, like, $100 just to find out what the hell it is, because it's just like, cool, I have this hunting cam. Now what am I going to do with it? Uh, but yeah, if you have any suggestions of what... I could use to kill it or trap it or whatever else it might be please let me know because I want this thing gone from my fucking garden um, but yeah overall uh, I've been really enjoying gardening <laughs> apart from the little bastard eating it got my own little succulent collection going getting into bonsai a little bit I've just been watching a bunch of videos of this like Japanese man uh, that lives in Britain that makes videos on, like, how to wire bonsai and how to grow bonsai and how to cut bonsai and turn other plants and other little trees into bonsai plants and how to pot them and that sort of stuff. And just a lot of boomer territory that I just find quite relaxing, to be honest. You know, just throw on a podcast and just head out into the garden. 
I understand the appeal now, and I think that's definitely what I'm going to be in my old age, too, is I'm just going to tend to my fucking garden like my father. <laughs> and I'm okay with that, to be honest. I'm okay with that. The other major thing that I did recently was that uh, I went with a uh, skate friend to the Gold Coast, because at this point, we've skated pretty much the entirety of Brisbane, which, if you do want to learn places and cities especially, skateboarding is the best way to learn and explore places because at this point you know like, you, like you're always looking for good skate spots it's a good way to travel and move between stuff you know you're not constantly walking everywhere it's you know it's not as bad unless you're going up and down hills and you don't know how to break and whatever but it's just a good way to explore and so we've pretty much explored most of brisbane at this point so skate friend and i we went down to the gold coast to go explore there which both of us have been like maybe once or twice but not really gone to, like, explore. Uh, and so, I, there isn't really that many stories, but it's a preamble to, hopefully, going there, we we saw a lot of opportunities to do a lot of shit memes with, with the boys. Like, there's some electric trikes that you can hire out. There's, like, Ripley's Believe It or Not there, uh, which is, like, a weird museum thing. There's, <laughs> for whatever reason... We went into, uh, down the main strip of the Gold Coast, there's a store called Condom Kingdom, which is just like one of those weird sort of novelty sex shop things. And right at the front, they had one of those, like, you know those stereotypical young kid hats where they just have, like, brightly colored red with, like, the green brim and then a little propeller blade on the top? Uh, saw one of those, and I told my friend, well, you buy it, you won't, because he didn't have a hat on. And he did. And dude, I was wearing one of Cool Shirt's latest drops from the April Fool's collection. Ooh, had a bit of a burp there. Sorry about that. Uh, that literally has about 20 pockets on it. And his propeller hat, I'd never seen a man that isn't like a model or like ripped as hell, muscular or whatever, gets so much attention from people. Half of them sort of making fun of him because, haha, old man or older person has spinny hat. But, dude, it was a hit. So, we have a plan to get the boys together at some point and head down to the Gold Coast. All all of us have the spinny hats and fucking rip up the town. That'd be, that'd be great. Not on the clubs because, let's be real, not really fun particularly. You're lying to yourself if you say you enjoy clubs. But this is also coming from a man who doesn't drink alcohol, so take that as you fucking will. But yeah, it's sort of just a preamble. We realized how much fun it could be if we get the whole gang here and tear it up and do a bunch of shit memes there. Um, yeah, don't really have else to, much else to really say. We skated down the main main strip and then along the beachfront for a while. Grabbed lunch at a place called Pancake Paradise where all you can eat pancakes for ten bucks. Which were like, fuck yeah, $10 for all you can eat pancakes. And then quickly forgot how filling pancakes was. Like probably everyone does that goes to that store. And only got a plate down before I gave up and decided I have to give up before I will be sick. <laughs> but yeah, that's the Gold Coast trip. Hopefully in a couple of weeks or so, maybe even a month, I don't really know. Uh, I'll have a good story about the Gold Coast trip with the boys. But yeah. Alright, I think it's time of that podcast to get into what I dub the most autistic part of the podcast and that is of course rounds to questions, queries and topics from you counts. So if you ever want to send any questions or anything that I literally just said to the podcast jump into the discord and uh, scroll down to the Greencast Greencast channel drop it in there and I'll read it and probably ignore it, because you'll do a shit meme on me. But, you know, I'll read it if it's an actual decent question. Uh, let's have a bit of a scroll. Uh, number one beefsteak says, What is your opinion on the French? Uh, I don't know. I don't really have that much of an opinion of the French. I haven't really had many, if any, interactions of French people. Never been to France. The only country that I've been to other than Australia that I live in, obviously, is New Zealand. Which, let's be real, it's just Australia 2.0, but with pretty mountains. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have a real opinion on French people or France overall. It looks nice. I'd like to visit it one day. Probably not anytime soon. Or, or travel anywhere anytime soon because uh, of the uh, quote-unquote you-know-what virus. Because I'll get demonetized if I see it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Eh, see my cool people? Probably not going to learn French anytime soon. <laughs> Richard Satchel says, If you threw a baby at the wall, would it crumple or splat? Now this is my type of questioning. If you threw a baby at a wall, would it splat or crumple? I think it would be a mix of the both. Uh, well, it depends what wall you're throwing at, I guess. I think it would crumple more than anything. Depends how much of a newborn baby it is, I'd say. If it if it splats more than it crumples. But I think overall, it'll be a good mix of the two. Probably more on the crumpling side. Let's say if you're just throwing it against a concrete wall. I'd say it probably crumple. Maybe splat a little bit as it... <laughs> what am I talking about? As it comes off the wall and hits the ground. But yeah, I'd, I'd side more on crumpling. But I'd say it's a good healthy <laughs> mix of the two. Oh, fuck. Sideburns guy says, why is your hair bleached? Uh, because I can is the long, is the short reason why. I don't know. I, well, <laughs> this is part of the two-month story with my friend that I destroyed a friend group. But I wanted light brown hair because I have, like, dark brown hair. And for ages, I'd dye my hair, like, a jet black. I'm going to try something different. I'm going to go for light brown hair. So I bought a box of light brown box dye. It didn't work. And I tried another brand and it also didn't work. And then one of my female friends at the time uh, was just like, stop, I'll do it. I'll sort it out. you got to bleach your hair first and then do the dye. And I'm like, all right, that's no worries. But then we had to do a color remover to then also bleach my hair. But this fucking dum-dum that bleached my hair took no precautions at all and just obliterated my scalp, gave me... So bad chemical burns that the next time I went to the hairdresser, she was literally shocked of the amount of scaring and damage this retard had done to my fucking scalp, dude. Like, she was actually, like, visibly concerned for me and questioned where the hell I went. And I went, oh, it was actually just someone I was friends with at the time. And she said, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> And I was in so much pain that I fucking gave up on trying to dyeing it further after the bleach. And so after I had it bleached, I had it blonde for a while. And then I'm like, fuck it, I've always wanted to go silver. My hair's already fucked at this point. So then I dyed it silver. Uh, kind of. I used this purple shampoo that uh, I found that Alana Pierce, who also was, you know, famously has silver hair as well. And I used that and I did turn my hair silver. Uh, and then my roots came back, so then I bleached it myself, didn't fuck my hair, and I didn't burn myself while doing it, which is says a lot if I can do that myself and not do it. And then used the shampoo again to dye my hair silver, and then it didn't work, and then nothing worked to then dye my hair silver. And then my roots coming back again, so my hair is now currently about three fucking colours at the moment. It's got my <laughs> dark brown roots with the... With the bleach of my original roots and then the silver. So my hair's just a mix of three colours at the moment and there's nothing much I can really do about that. I'm kind of vibing it overall, but yeah, that's why my hair's kind of a bit fucking weird at the moment. Uh, idiot in front of a desk asks, what is the worst injury you ever got from whatever hobby you do? So the first worst injury that I've gotten from a specific hobby, like the worst injury I probably had, the most painful is probably a pine lateral cyst that I got at the top of my butthole. Um, but that's a whole other story that I'll get into some other time. But specific injury from a hobby. Skateboarding, I sprained my wrist. I've never broken a broom before, but yeah, spraining a wrist is probably the worst I can think of on the top of my head. I was at a skate park with some skaters that quickly realized that I was a newbie and didn't really know what I was doing. And they're teaching me how to skate off like ledges and curbs. And they're like, oh, you're going off that pretty quick. You should try off, like, this, uh, like, half-meter uh, ledge here. And I'm like, okay, I'll fucking do it. They were, they were really nice guys. They were, like, literally holding my hand 
as I was going off the ledges. And then I was trying it myself and then half landed my wrist a bit, thought nothing of it. And then I realized, mm, my wrist kind of hurts still. And then I saw it swelling and I'm like, hmm, I should go home and sort this out. Yeah, I don't think I've really like cut myself with tools or anything like that. Oh, actually, no, saying that. Pretty early when I moved in, first couple of weeks actually in this place, I was building uh, some racks. And I had my drill and... I was drilling a big long screw into the base of a, some feet for a rack that I was building and my drill slipped and then smashed the corner of my thumb and destroyed the fucking nail. So, like, imagine, like, just a corner piece of your nail here just, like, shattered here, essentially. And it took months on months to, like, fully heal and grow back, but... Those are the two that immediately first come to mind with worst injury regarding, like, a hobby and that sort of stuff. Uh, the bro just says, call me a cunt. The bro, you are a cunt. There you go. Free of charge of that one, lad. Uh, Signed on says, thoughts on drama channels? Uh, Keemstar is cancer. Scarce is kind of okay. Mostly I don't really give a shit a lot of the time about most of them. There's only, like, very specific YouTubers that I really give a shit about enough to watch in the drama channels, and even then I'll skip through it. I don't know. I can't really judge someone's content if I think it's shit or not, considering the stuff I make. Overall, I think most of them are kind of a bit cancerous if they're out there searching for a story and trying to start shit for the start of... for the just for the sake of starting shit. Yeah, that's what I have to really say about drama channels particularly. Uh, and that's all about the best questions I really have here. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, I've got a pretty good, decent-length podcast. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, secret phrase. I haven't done that for so fucking long, too. Yeah, so, yeah. If you haven't realized, this brings us to the end of the podcast now. Um, so, if you've made it the whole way through this, like, 55-ish minute-long podcast, let me know in the comments by including the word... Secret. Let's just call it secret. <laughs> so if you include the word secret in your comments, I'll know you made it the whole way through this podcast. It'll give you a little heart. So I don't know. Tell me tell me a secret. Uh, and I'll give you a little heart and know that you listen to this. Yeah. That's about all. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Send me questions. If you have any stories you'd like me to bring out on the podcast, email me at mrgreentext at gmail.com or jump on the Discord, go into the Greencast channel and drop stuff in there. That's about it. All right. I'll uh, catch you later, cunts.